Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a while, but I'm back now, hopefully for a while. So like I always say before I get into this, please make sure you follow me on my Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. Um, I'm more interactive on there than I am on this. But for today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about heartbreak. So, I honestly just had a realization, like, maybe like 10 minutes ago, while I was eating breakfast. I sat down to film a YouTube video, like I always do. One of my hobbies, one of my passions, love it to death. But I had a realization. I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in a hotel room that I bought with my own money from working. I work a lot, by the way, Um, and my hours are weird, so I don't really have time for myself or other people. So I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in this hotel room eating breakfast that I also bought and recording a video. And I thought to myself, wow, a year ago, I never thought I would be in this position. Um, Yes, I am single. Me and my ex broke up a year ago. And it was a really, really horrible breakup. It was very devastating, to say the least. And I'm I'm not trying to be dramatic at all, but... The breakup itself was just very dramatic. Let me just put it like that. So a year ago when I was facing the breakup, I was at an all-time low in my life at that point. And I was just like, I don't see myself being, I don't see myself doing or being anything great because I'm used to I'm used to being with this guy that constantly put me down, constantly criticized me and tried to look for faults in me and try and find reasons to not be with me. And those are all terrible things. And I just thought that I was going to be in that toxic relationship forever in a way because honestly if he didn't break up with me I don't think I would have broken up with him and that takes a lot of strength to say it takes a lot to say that um and it's kind of sad because there's so much there's so much that you could be doing in your life than staying with someone that that may or may not want the best for you um it's like you're limiting yourself to one lifestyle and that lifestyle that I was living I was crying every day like sobbing crying I felt alone I Even though I was surrounded by beautiful scenery and a beautiful home, 
that was given to me, like, just by being with my ex, because we used to live together, even though those things, those things are only what's on the outside. But when you look in the inside, it's not, it's not beautiful. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is I had time to think and to be away from him for a year and a couple months now. And this time it feels real. This time it feels like, like I don't need him to survive. I want to see a life beyond him. I want to see a life beyond that relationship. I don't ever want to go back to that relationship. And I just turned 22 yesterday on the 22nd. And even though I'm only one year older than what I was like a few days ago, but I feel wiser, you know, and every day you're going to get smarter. You're going to get wiser. You're going to start bucking up. You're like, maybe, maybe today you're, you're not going to accept what you did the other day. And that's the beauty of life. Things change for the best, sometimes for the worst. Sometimes you may think it's for the worst, but it's for the best. And you just never know. Like, life, like, with this whole coronavirus outbreak. Now, I'm not going to touch base on that too much because that's not what this is about. But I will say that it pretty much shook the whole nation. And nobody thought that this was... Nobody thought that this was going to come. I didn't even think this was going to happen. But it it's happening. And it's so surreal. And you could take the bad from it and keep going with the bad. Or you could take the bad and turn it into a positive. And that's what I've learned to do with this whole, you know, scare and outbreak going on, like, now I think of it like this, even though we're living in a world that's changed because God knows that the nation could never go back to what it was after this. I don't believe it. I don't believe that's true. I just think that since this happened, it's going to really, really shake us for a while, even after it's all over, when it is over. But I learned to take the positive side from it and I believe that now since this has happened, which is a negative thing, I think the positive thing is people will start taking germs more seriously. Now people will be more cautious of germs, hopefully. And because I know that living in New York City or any big city at that is very hard to avoid germs because there's germs everywhere, just like there's germs everywhere in life. Um, but I feel like now New York City in general, like they'll just be, they'll be more cautious. But yeah, so I, I just couldn't believe that I had that realization because for the longest time, 
I thought that, you know, maybe I was supposed to live, maybe I was supposed to live that life. Maybe I was supposed to be with that guy that treated me so horribly. And I didn't know why I was supposed to be with him or why I thought I was supposed to be with him in the first place. Because you, whoever is listening to this, you don't need anybody to survive. You came in this world by yourself. And I hate to say it, but no matter if you're with someone or not, you're going out by yourself. Like, you're not going to be with someone like in the ground you're just not you're going to be alone and that's just the truth of the matter so I don't need I don't need that relationship and I don't want it because I never thought that I would be working at the job that I work now yes it's not my dream job but it's helped me have a living for myself you know it's helped me be able to buy things for myself that I couldn't before I I was never able to splurge on clothes like I have been doing now I was never able to before I don't even think I would have been able to get this hotel room for my birthday I was never able to do things like that and you know I never made as much money as I made Well, I'm not saying I'm a billionaire, but I make more money in the city than I did when I was living upstate. Um, So that's a huge, a huge turnaround for me. You know, and as soon as I got kicked out from where I was living before with my ex, um, I came to the city, I got a job, and... I got a job fast, actually, and I gained experience in security. If you didn't know, I do security and I do shelter work and I um, I gained I gained knowledge from that. And I'm, you know, I'm not all the way happy with my life, but I am happy that he had the strength to break up with me because we were both very toxic. I'm not going to put all the blame on him. I was toxic myself because in a way, he was giving me hints that he didn't want to be with me. And and I knew he wasn't strong enough at the time to break up with me, but I wasn't strong enough at the time to break up with him. So we was both staying in a toxic relationship that not that both of us didn't want to leave because either a we were too scared to be with other people because we felt like we were too damaged for someone to want us or to even look our way that was one of the cases or b because we didn't know if if we loved each other still or you know or if it was just or if it was just a you know a little fighting a little fighting and that's it like but 
after four years of being with that man, I will say that, you know, he's taught me things that I'm so happy for, even though the relationship was terrible. But it wasn't all terrible. I'm not going to discredit anything. I will give credit where it's due and when it's due. And yes, I did have a beautiful relationship. Um, I had a a beautiful relationship. And I had a bad one (laughs) at the same time. And I just want to let you guys know that if you if you're in a position whatever it is um it doesn't even have to be a relationship it could be a friendship that's ending or or like just whatever it is whatever you're scared of let it go let it go or let it let go of you there we go let it let go of you if you don't think that you can let it go Because I know I couldn't. I had to have the worst possible thing to happen to me as, you know, a female in a relationship. Like, being kicked out from a home that you guys shared together and creating all these memories in the home and having all the memories before the home together, it's like... I feel like being kicked out from that is like being ripped apart from like a life that that's the only thing you know. And so let it let go of you. And if you do that, I know it's scary, but if you do that and once it happens, it's going to suck at first. It really is. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything in this in this little episode because I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> it's going to suck. You are going to contemplate being with the person. You are going to blame yourself a lot. And that's another thing I want to touch base on. But you're going to blame yourself a lot. You're going to play the what if game or if I was only this or if I only did that, you are going to have those thoughts for a while. Um, But those thoughts do go away. They go away. Because it's not true. Especially with the blaming yourself part. Please don't do that because then you're just victimizing yourself in the situation and you shouldn't be a victim. That's heartbreak. I don't think that heartbreak needs to be victimized. I think that I think that two people shouldn't be in something when they're unhappy and If one person agrees to end the relationship and if the other person isn't on that same agreement, I don't think that it's necessarily 
their fault for wanting to leave you are your fault for you not being enough for that person to stay with you. I just think that life moves on and some people move on from the person that they're with. And that's something that has really, really had a sink in for me. And I don't have it all together. I'm not saying that I do. I still need to let that sink in because sometimes it doesn't register with me. Sometimes I still play victim and I don't want to be a victim. I want to be a survivor. And I think that's what we all need to take from just heartbreak. I think that once you put yourself in a position of surviving, I feel that you actually will survive and things will start coming to you and you'll start doing things that you never thought you was capable of. I never thought that <laughs> I would be where I'm at. Um, and I have bad parts of where I'm at in life and I have good parts of where I'm at in life. The good is that, you know, I just turned 22. I'm wiser now. Just like I said earlier, um, every day is a chance to grow and to become wiser than you were from the last day. And so, you know, I'm doing all these good things for myself. I'm working. I'm trying to get into college again. I am working more on my hobbies, my passions. And hopefully, just maybe if I keep doing it, somebody will reach out to me and it'll change my life. Just like I want to change other people's lives. And I don't think I could do that if I was in a toxic relationship. If I'm still in a toxic relationship, I can't be the best version of myself just like you can't be. That's why I don't want anybody to stay in something when they don't have to. There's a whole life out there. You just have to be strong enough to want to find it. And that's one thing I will applaud him for. Something that I wasn't strong enough to do. I wasn't strong enough to break up with him. But he was. And you want to know why? Not because I was a bad girlfriend. And not because I was a bad person. But because he wanted a life beyond me. He wanted to see what it was like not to be held back. He wanted to see what it was like to not be in a toxic relationship. And that is the strongest thing that anybody could ever do, that if they're in any type of situation where it's toxic, that is so strong. And I applaud him for that. And maybe if one day we speak again, I'll be able to tell him that. But for now, that's for me to know and, you know, for me to grow on that. And maybe one day I'll be strong enough to not even get into another toxic relationship. And I know it's you, you can't avoid certain situations. Sometimes certain, certain situations are put in your life for a reason and they're just there. Sometimes you just walk directly into it. Boom, it hits you in the face like a soccer ball. <laughs> and it stays there for a while until you realize, until that situation makes you realize that you're worth more. 
than whatever it is. And I'm not going to be walking around eggshells my whole life saying, you know, being afraid, being afraid of relationships. And that is something that I have been doing. Um, I've been afraid because it's so hard to, it's so hard not to, not to think about, oh, what if this person is going to break my heart or you know like there's so much that goes into it but I don't want to be afraid I don't want to avoid I don't want to do any of that stuff anymore I just want to I just want to be strong enough to know when I'm being put in a situation that isn't good for myself and when to walk away and that's something that's going to take a while um some people know exactly when to walk away some people know their breaking points and that's good some people don't and that's okay (laughs) you know so heartbreak has taught me a lot and i'm happy that i've learned some things from it and I could what I've learned from my heartbreak I can push forward and I can move forward now I don't have to be stuck in the past just like you don't have to be stuck in the past and I know that sometimes it's difficult (laughs) it's difficult because when you're in something long term it feels like that was your life and how do you move on from from a life that you lived but that's not your life that was your past life your life is way more than something negative and I let myself I've I let myself really, really give in to the toxicity and I kind of fell in love with it. And that's hard to say out loud and it's hard to really explain on that, but I fell in love with it. And I got so comfortable, so comfortable knowing that this person was here and this person knows everything about me and and they can't leave me because they're toxic too so we're both toxic together so we're perfect for each other that was my mindset and we just we we kind of just fell in love with the idea of not being with other people because other people just didn't understand us. So, yeah, that's my take on it. And I wish him all the best. I don't, 
at first when we first broke up I was immature and I was like you know what he's going to get what he deserves and this and that and nobody's going to want him he's not going to be happy if he's not with me but honestly I don't I don't need that (laughs) I don't want it and I don't need it I want something healthy I want to be healthy I don't want to I don't want to keep belittling myself and going back to what was I don't want that I want to be able to move forward because when it's time for me to go I don't want to have any regrets I I want to be able to say and be able to tell other people about how important it is to to stay afloat with your mental health. If you keep going back to what's making you rot, you will die faster because it's literally killing you. It literally ate away at me. It tore me from limb to limb. And I'm not even exaggerating. Heartbreak is real. Pain is real. Suffering is real. And that's where I'm going to leave it off on. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys got something from this. And please remember that you don't have to be a victim to your situation. This is what I want you to take from this podcast. Don't be a victim to your situation. I love you guys and I will see you guys in the next talk. Hi guys. So I'm back with another podcast and for today's podcast, I have a special special guest. Hi everyone. My name is John Schwartz. I am a friend of Shania's. Yes. So for today's podcast, <laughs> We are going to be talking about relationships and guys and girls and all that good stuff. (laughs) So I think that, well, this is what I've experienced when it comes to dating or whatever, you know, Um, because one, I never had like an actual boyfriend. I only had one boyfriend in my whole life. So... Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you. I'm I'm admiring you as you're doing this. Why? (laughs) Anyways, so with me only having one boyfriend in my whole life, I guess, like, it's hard to really say because I feel like things have changed, like, growing up, like, dating guys and stuff. I feel like it was a lot easier back in the day when I was, like, 12 13 like even though you would think that guys would be a lot hornier around that age because puberty but I feel like it wasn't like that though for me at least like I feel like more people were trying to get to know me at that age you know than trying to get in my pants (laughs) 
I mean, <laughs> what? No, I agree with you. I think what you're saying uh, makes sense. I think these days a lot of it's been uh, controlled by what you see with online dating and the uh, sort of um, direction that's going into. I think the connotation of online uh, dating uh, with regards to uh, creating a profile and a lot of people having a an aim as to just get into someone else's pants as opposed to just, you know, actually date and find someone. I think that's mm. a lot of what the, the directionality of this. Um, don't get me wrong, a lot of friends have had uh, success finding, you know, their partner or a girlfriend or boyfriend that they've had for numerous years off these apps. But mm-hmm. uh, I do think that, um, you know, a lot of it has a negative connotation as like just, hey, let's meet up and hook up type of thing. So... Right. So what I want to ask you is, do you think that a relationship, like a genuine, real relationship, can form from a hookup? Like strictly It could. Up? It could. Very well could. I mean, just Wait, because... Wait, The airplane. Sorry, guys. The airplane is going by. <laughs> okay. The, you could, to answer your question, I think, yeah, I think you can you can hook up. And it could turn into something, right? I mean, it could be, you know, as they say, love at first sight. It could be that you have a strong vibe and a connection. Um, some people like to take it slow, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what you said earlier, that you just have this, this instinct, and if you call it horny or whatever you call it, yeah. um, it could really be something more than that, not just, hey, let's meet up, mess around, I'll never see you again type of thing. Right. So it's a possibility. Um, I think it's not necessarily true that, oh, you just meet up, make out, and just leave. <laughs> yes, but with my experience, I never, like, from a... Okay, well, I never wanted to hook up with, like, these people anyways. It just always seemed to happen, I guess. And um, I feel like every hookup, like, that I've had, like... Well, I'm not a floozy, guys. So she's not. She's I'm not. not. She's, she's a good I'm girl. Not. She's a good girl. She's not. I don't like want to make it sound like I'm like going all over the town, you know. But no, she's not. She's she's a good girl. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's difficult for me because, like, nowadays people want to like that's what dating means to them, like hooking up and if you can't do that then I don't want no parts of you and it's like well gosh like you know I have more to offer than some ass you know like I like talking to people getting to know them and seeing into their soul you know like I'm a very deep person and she is <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I think, you know, you have to define what dating is today. You know, people have to define what they're looking for at first. You know, are you are you looking for just some quick sex or are you looking to actually meet someone, right? Mm-hmm. I think the problem is that sometimes when you meet someone, you know, you think they're like extremely attractive. You're like, oh, man, I just can't help myself. Um, but most of the time, I think you should think the long game like what you ultimately want is is meeting someone and having a white night stand the two night stands or whatever gonna really you know fill in that gap or is actually taking time and finding someone and not jumping to the the sex part uh, more of a uh more of a beneficial decision right right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i like that so um yeah um 
I just feel like sometimes it just makes me feel bad, you know, because I see all these other people doing what I can't do. It's like, sure, I could hook up with someone, but then I'm going to regret it. And then I'm going to hate myself for it because sex just it just doesn't come natural to me like i i don't i don't i don't really enjoy the sex either yeah if you making out is good enough yeah like i mean i wouldn't say i hate sex and like i can't do it at all but i'm very like i just have um hmm i have a hard time with it you know like the yeah (laughs) A lot of people say, like, oh, well, you know, you can always do, like, you know, like, touching and stuff like that. I know a lot of people are like, oh, we can meet up and we can do, like, you know, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But, uh... But, I mean, I just feel like you're basically doing that with a stranger. Kind of. Like, okay, you meet up and, like, what, like, you just fuck, like, or something, or yeah. other stuff, but okay. It's also just a stranger. It's risky. You don't know them, you know. It's better off knowing someone, but you meet up and you're just making it out i don't think that's bad do you think that's bad i mean it depends because that could really like lead into something else and (laughs) like i don't trust it um i just i don't know i feel like it's so crazy like it just makes me feel bad Mm. like because i look at all these other people around me that's like oh yeah like you know i just had sex or something or like (laughs) oh like you know i'm talking to this guy and you gotta get this guy like to you know for for this and then have another guy for for something else and it's like how like yeah and i know this because like other females talk to me about like this type of stuff like i have people at my job like no shade to them or anything like props to them they like to do what they do and i'm not gonna judge them for it but it's like i guess sometimes i wish i could be on the other side of things um maybe have a i i guess just look at things differently sometimes but i can't because No. <laughs> Sorry, it was a little kid. Oh. <laughs> um, now what was I saying? I was saying something about my coworkers being able to do certain things that I can't. Like yeah. when it comes to guys and sex and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, girl, just go out and get laid. Like, stop thinking so much about it. But I'm like <laughs> Shania's not like that. No, I'm not. You have a certain standard. Everyone has a certain standard. And if your standards are higher, good for you. You know, you can't just meet someone and be like, hey, let's just take our clothes off and just do it, right? You got to be a little little wiser than that. And you think a little differently. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I would be more into it if someone took the time to get to know me. Like, and, you know, my brain and how it works. My brain, (laughs) which is humongous. You know, like, I feel like I would be more attracted to that than than someone just looking at me like I'm some type of dog or something. Like a tool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, you have, to, you have to have a certain standard. You can't just, you know, do that stuff. And 
you know, other woman, you know, they do their own thing, whatever. But, you know, you have to also be mindful of yourself. You're really the type that think to yourself sometimes, look in the mirror and say to yourself, am I the type of person who just sleeps around with, you know, random people? Or am I a person who finds someone genuine, get to know them very well, and then take a sexual path with them, which is completely natural, right? But right. um has to be with someone you know and all that stuff. So um, I agree with you, Shania. So I really do. Do you think that would be a bad thing if, like, someone was to do that? Like, because some people say that it's not a bad thing to explore your sexuality. It is not a bad thing. Like, I personally, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know this, but I am, you know, I like to explore my sexuality. I like to do it with the right people, people I know. I think exploring yourself is a good thing. I don't think, you know, not, I think waiting until, like, marriage or, like, much later in life is you know some people it's a personal choice it's a religious choice but i think it's natural to explore yourself i think mm-hmm. people are just you know naturally intrinsically hardwired to to mate and to to do those things right so yeah right um so i think it's not a bad thing but you know you have to have a standard i guess a criteria or whatever you want to call it that you abide by right I just feel like, I mean, I don't really care about other people judging me and my actions. I just don't want to, at the end of the day, like, if I do something, hold on. Guys, wait, there's a plane going by. (laughs) Okay, so, um. Plane is gone. (laughs) Yes. So, at the end of the day, I don't want to, like. I guess judge myself and I don't want to beat myself up about it either because I've done that before and it's not fun. It's not. Um, you have to be open to yourself, right? Not think, oh, what did I just do? You just say, hey, listen, it's, some people think it's like a sexual experience and do you justify mm-hmm. it that way? Other people justify it as, oh, I'm just sleeping around, right? But, you know, it's a sexual experience. I mean, look at colleges around the nation, right? It's a lot of what it is, right? Um, yeah. So, you yeah. know. What about you? Were you wild, like, growing up? I'm really so wild. I mean, I didn't lose my virginity until I was, like, 18. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, and I, you know, I'm always careful about who I'm with. I like to know them a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, pandemic, I've done, I've been less sexual, obviously. But when I was living in the city, I was dating here and there and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get to know people. And sometimes you date a person several times, nothing happens, right? It just, this is a very slow progression. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you never really reach that sexual plateau and you know i like to sometimes take a little time with it but sometimes if very rarely do you date someone and you know like right away hey listen this is a person i'm a good vibe with maybe you get a little bit touchy touchy at first but you know you don't have to really reach sex right away right yeah well me growing up (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's funny because now Oh my gosh, I would never be like how I was back then. Um, she was a good girl, guys. No. <laughs> back then, I was not, actually. I was heavily influenced by other people's decisions, and I never had a mind of my own, which kind of sucks. Um, I feel like you need to have a mind of your own, especially if you're a young woman or girl out there. I feel like growing up and dating, you definitely have to have a mind of your own. Don't be 
Don't be easily controlled by other people's influence. And that's how I was when it came to guys as a young girl. I thought that like, oh, this guy has all the control over me and what I want to do. So if he says this, then, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> because I didn't know any better. Yeah. I just wanted to fit in, you know, and that's the thing. And you have to think for yourself. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I think you have to think for yourself and you have to be true to yourself and you have to you know make the right decisions but if you find that you meet someone and you know you you think that if you take you know uh you know you you become a little bit sexual at first it's not necessarily a bad thing but you also have to go with your gut instinct right not just be like all wild and free right go with your instinct and think to yourself right it's also right. the frequency to which you date like are you dating like once every six months are you dating once every right. year right then chances are if that one moment you're a little bit sexual I, I wouldn't blame you because you're not seeing as many people but if you're dating like you know three times a month then yeah you should probably think it twice <laughs> right yeah and it's just like my thing is i'm so used to how one person did it that i think that now everyone should do it that way you know yeah. and it's not the case for most guys like like my ex he did it a certain way yeah. we didn't get sexual at all like for like a while maybe like three weeks or something and between those three weeks it was just strictly hanging out getting to know each other yeah. and that was it like the only time we ever got sexual was when he asked me to be his girlfriend and so I thought that was the more yeah. mature way to do it I guess and like yeah. I just never had anyone do that so I was like wow <laughs> Um, yeah, I hear you. I guess, yeah, kudos to you that, you know, take it slow and, you know, it sounds like you, you, um, you have your head in the right space and you're giving good advice to your audience here. So a lot of people, a lot of women generally wouldn't forget yeah. about men, but a lot of women generally wouldn't. Oh yeah, and I so know. So I give you a lot of credit for that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, kudos to you. I mean, this topic is really important to me because, you know, I feel like nowadays, people are trying so hard to like mm. be on top and like have a certain like ego and like rep and stuff like no. oh like i have to Ego's do the worst. Ego's <laughs> like, you. you have to be smart in life you know you have to associate yourself with the right people right right and uh yeah you have to make the right decisions and i think you're you're definitely leaning towards you know that path and you're definitely promoting the right idea for people to go by and I agree with you. Sometimes it's like, you know, you have to date them a while and sometimes you have a, a good vibe and yeah. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, just like having sex right off the bat and actually jumping to it, jumping the gun, if you will, is probably not the best, right? Right. I mean... Because the sex is, once you start, go down that path, then a lot of the relationship is going to be, I guess, sometimes centered around the sex, but also mm -hmm. it's going to be very oriented. You know, if you have sex first time, or second time, and you wait five dates later, it's gonna be a little weird right like why well, would just do it once and not you know what i mean so a lot of it it's gonna be continuous right right i just want to help other people and that's why i decided to make this podcast today this little topic um because i struggled with it growing up a lot i said i was like really like wild like growing up like i said i didn't have a mind of my own and that got confusing you know like so 
And guys would just take advantage of me because they knew I didn't have a mind of my own because I was a weak little girl. <laughs> so, you know, but then also it's like, can I really put the blame all on them? Like a part of me should have like, I guess, should have known better or maybe talk to someone about how I was feeling. Yeah. But <laughs> when, you're young, well, when you're young, they say, you know, you're young and dumb, you're restless, this and that. I mean, I guess it's yeah. it's part of growing up and it's good that you realize it now. And I'm sure your past is fine. Everyone's got a past, right? Yeah, I Everyone's guess. Everyone's got a past, so you can't, you know, think of yourself as, you know, the low of the low because that's not the best thing for yourself. Right. Right, so... So, tell me, do you have, like, any, like, stories, any embarrassing stories, anything like that? Do I have any embarrassing stories? As I'm <laughs> sitting here next to you, I'm thinking, sexual stories or what? Yeah, or, like, it doesn't even have to be sexual. Maybe it could be, like, your, uh, um, I don't know, or maybe, like, advice, like, about like relationships that maybe I'm kind of like you. I haven't been in so many relationships. To be honest with you, it was one girl I grew up with. We were very close, and we kind of had a good vibe and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, as I um, as we when she went to college, I forgot where Pennsylvania somewhere. I stayed in New York, and so all that was, um, you know, all that you know, kind of kind of broke down. You know, if we were closer, we probably would have gone out. Maybe mm-hmm. we'd been married by now. Who knows? Really? But yeah, we were really tight. And, you know, we wow. did a sexual relationship at one point, kind of waited. But up to then, you know, we were very flirtatious. And, of course, when we knew we had a vibe, and this was since, like, kindergarten to high school, that, you know, actually towards high school, we started to, like, do more, like, sexual things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want detail. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, matter, but it was very, um, it was very uh, sexual at some point, uh, if you want the detail. But, yeah, it was, like, oral sex and things like that. Okay. Right. Um, and then eventually we had sex, I think, once. And then it was kind of like, eh, from there. And then eventually college was starting and she went there. And so and she called me up many years later and whatever. And I think she... So was that your first time having sex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, it was my first time. It was. Well, at least you did it with someone you cared about. Me, yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> was not Tell me case. about you. If you're open to sharing it. I mean, I don't really have, like... I mean, I don't know. Like, all my stories are bad. Bad, bad, yeah. Like, well, what, bad. what can you say? You know, we, obviously, we don't have to go into detail, but what can you say? You know, obviously, you know, your past is your past in high school. And it's also who you surround yourself with. You know, your yeah. friends giving you good advice and kind of leading you in the right direction and saying, hey, listen, you know, be careful. But when you're young and you for, you're, you know, you're starting to get you know, horny and you're going through puberty mm-hmm. and all that stuff and you have a sexual drive, then you really don't know any better, right? Oh, let's talk about that. So, I don't know. Like, I know most people like around my age should be horny as fuck. <laughs> like, most females are. Like, they're just not even looking for a relationship anymore. They're just, like, guys, like, in a way. Like, you can't even blame guys anymore because females have gotten just as worse. All they care about is just good dick and money. Like, like, and if you can't give those two, then it's, like, goodbye. You know? Like, that's how a lot of females are. That's their mindset. And trust me, they've talked to me about it. I know. And I'm, like, they're, like, why don't... They're, like, sis, just use him for his money and that's it. And I'm, like, what? I'm, like, first of all, 
I can't. Like, that's so, like, messed up because I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. No, of course not. Because <laughs> I'm more than that, you know? Yeah. I'm more than money. I'm more than looks. I'm more than sex. So it's like, you know, it's like treat people how you would want to be treated. Don't do that to someone because you never know how it could really affect them in the long run. No. And then you never know. Like, what if they commit suicide because of your actions? It's a very good point. That's a very good point. I think you have to be... You know, smart about it, and I think yeah. you know. Um, I think you have to be smart about it, and at the same time, you have to, you know, yeah, surround yourself with good people. If they're giving you bad advice when you're 13, well, I mean, when you're 13, you're not really as smart as you are now, right? You're not as wise, obviously. You're very naive, so you kind of just take everything as is, right? You don't take it with a grain of salt, and right. so I think that's that's a major problem. But yeah, you know, I guess when you're young and you're wild, everyone's got a past, right? Anyone who says they don't is just kind right. of lying to you but everyone's got a past whether it's when you were young or college or bless you <laughs> thank you, you know, younger in college and mm-hmm. um you know you got to be you know listen it is what it is you know i've had past situations where you know we got a little too sexual right away mm-hmm. but sometimes you just forget about it to be honest with you sometimes you kind of doesn't doesn't come up as much unless you really think about it mm. you know because you kind of move on right right and um yeah i just want i guess i just want to be able to have sex in a healthy way because me it's not very healthy i have sex and i start crying my eyes out during oh, I it don't cry. <laughs> it's so embarrassing you guys oh my gosh like but i don't want anyone else to feel like if you do that like i don't want anyone else to feel ashamed because it fucking sucks. Like, even though I feel ashamed, I don't want anyone else to feel the same way. I feel ashamed just because you're having sex. It's nothing. It's not even the it's sex part. It's just me, like, the, I guess, I don't know, the trauma behind it and me crying my eyes out and stuff. That's embarrassing. Well, think about it sometimes. You know, in your downtime, you think about it. Why? Why is it you're crying? Why? I can't figure that out. You know, or I, just don't have sex. <laughs> Yeah, I try to, but <laughs> I know. Right? And it's like I still feel like I'm in that place where I'm like 12 or 13 where it's like these guys are controlling my mind half the time and it's like yeah. really bad because like oh my gosh, it's still happening in a way and it's yeah. like it's making me angry because I don't want to be at that place that I was before. Right. Right. Well, it seems like, you know, you're obviously wiser today. You've you realized, you know, the things you've done in the past and what hurts you and what doesn't hurt you. Mm-hmm. Because you try to avoid that, right? Maybe you have to get to really, really know someone or really date them for a long time before you have sex, before you feel less emotional about it. I guess. I mean, our, that could be the reason. But then I feel like it's much deeper than that. I feel like for me to have a healthy sex life with anyone, mm-hmm. our... Maybe it doesn't have to be with someone. Maybe it could just be for myself. It could just be for yourself. You know, mm. I think that I need to seek professional help. Maybe, um, yeah. <laughs> if you don't talk to anyone about it, how will you ever... Right? Yeah. How will you ever, you know... Right. Mm. So, I... You know, I've never went to therapy in my life, actually. Me really? Oh. Me either. Oh, wow. A lot of people go, but I never... Maybe it would help you. 
Maybe, but then it's like I don't even know where I would start, honestly, because. Or like a sex therapist or something. A <laughs> sex therapist. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, I need a all type of therapist no, because I. Doesn't hurt to talk to anyone up. about it. Doesn't hurt to talk to anyone about it. But you have to also think like, oh, does my, does my past really haunt me? Um. Or do you sometimes just like move on? No, I feel like it's still, like, holding me back a lot. Especially, like, I guess something that happened recently is really holding me back. Like, you know, and I don't want it to. I try not to, but for some reason it's still, like, there. And it won't go away. And I don't think it'll ever go away. Mm. But... I hear you, and I don't know if you want to get into details or not, but, like, you know, um, sometimes talking to someone about it is really the best way to go about and doing these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to be able to help other people. If I can't help myself, <laughs> then I want to help someone else. No, and that is a very, <laughs> that is a very good selfless sort of way of thinking about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so um, so if any young girls are watching this, or young women, then just know that you have a mind of your own, and don't let people influence you and control you. That's don't right. let people say that you have to do something, because you don't. You don't. You make the choices. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. Trust me. I wish someone would have told me that <laughs> growing that up. A great way to put it. Yes. So, I love you guys. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. That's a really long Instagram name. But... <laughs> one, one of a kind right there. One of the can't, yeah. Yes, but There's make sure you follow me. That. Yes. And thank you for talking you about this welcome. with me. You are welcome. This was great. And I hope a lot of people can... Uh, can gain valuable insights from this. I hope so too. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No problem. So that is it, you guys. I will see you in the next podcast. Well, talk to you in the next podcast. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, what's up? It's me. So I am back with another podcast. So before I get started, make sure you follow me on Instagram at cupcakexoxohan. So, for this podcast, I'm going to be talking about not feeling good enough for society. I'm feeling pressure to get everything done and gain success at a certain age and all that good stuff because that is what I've been feeling for the past, (laughs) like, few years now, probably all my life. I've always looked at other people and said, why don't I have that? are why is it that this person we're the same age but they have more than what I do why is that and you know I still do that like as I've gotten older like I'm 22 right now and it's like all my all the people that I knew from high school they started college Um, a four-year program, and they're already finished with college. They're nurses, they're doctors, or whatever it is that they are, they got it done. 
And I'm just like, wow, like, I'm 22 and I'm still working on school right now because I couldn't figure out what the heck it was that I wanted to do. I've been through college, trust and believe. Like, I've been through a lot of school before. And I always just gave up because I never knew what I wanted to do. I'm very indecisive. And so I'm going to school now, but I don't even think that this is what I want to do either. But I'm winging it, honestly. And that's all I can do because I don't know. And I don't think I'll ever know actually. And so if I won't ever know, then I won't ever go to school. And I don't like that idea. So I actually have to go. I have to give it my best try, you know? And so constantly, I I think it's social media. Like, I love social media. This is what I want to do for a living, a career. I love it. I love inspiring other people. I love being able to help just one person. Like when people listen to my podcast or watch my YouTube videos, you know, sometimes I get feedback saying that I've changed their lives or, you know, I helped someone. And that is amazing. And I love it. And that's why I do this. That's exactly why I do all of this is to inspire other people. And I love that my voice can help someone, even if it's just one person. I love it. And so I still, I think social media like has a negative effect on young individuals with looking at other people and judging their selves because they can't be like the next person they see. Um, And I think that's where a lot of people get depressed at. I know I'm depressed about that too, you know, and I know that I'm supposed to look at myself and be proud of myself for what I have now instead of looking at other people and saying, why don't I have that? It's hard It's hard to fully, like, embed it in your head, but you're not going to be like other people. You'll never be like that person. You'll never even come close to being that person. (laughs) And it's such a hard thing to realize because we're on social media every day comparing ourselves to people, um, but we can't be them. We're who we are for a reason, and each one of us have our own journeys to go through, and we're meant to go through stuff. Um, We're not meant to go through other people's success or their life journey. Like, we each have unique, we each have our own unique presence in this world. And that's for us. That's not for anybody else. Just like they can't, they can't go through what we're going through it's just how the world works. It's how, that's just how it is. And it's hard for me to realize that, honestly, because even though I'm young, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing more than what I'm doing right now. And I beat myself up over that because I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough. Why don't I have a degree already? Or this and that. Why, why don't I have this amount of following, X, Y, and Z, like, why this, why that, right? And so I'm constantly just 
looking out. I'm just constantly looking at, I guess, the outside in. But really, like, what we see on the outside is not always true from what's really going on in the inside. Yes, a person can have 20,000 followers and have all this success and all this fame and everybody knows who they are and and they're they're just, you think they're so great. But they could be the most ugliest person. They could have a really, really bad personality and, you know, do horrible things to people and everybody praises them. Would you want to be that person? I'd rather be the person that I am than being someone that's ugly on the inside and have all these followers for what? Have all these followers, but I can't even inspire other people because I'm not being true to myself. And that's what a lot of these social media gurus or whoever, celebrities, that's what a lot of them do. They're not true to themselves because they let the fame and the fortune and all that stuff get to them to where now they don't even know who they are anymore. They're just this facade and they're just putting up this this image that they claim to be or want to be or have to be. And that's not how I want to live my life. I just want to inspire other people. I want my name to be known. I don't want to be... I guess I don't want to live an average life. And I get so caught up in not necessarily the numbers... But I just, like I was saying, I get caught up in validating, like, I don't know, feeling validated by other people's perception of me. And, like, also, when I look at myself, I just don't like, I don't like how how held back I've gotten. I feel very held back. And I know that I shouldn't because, (laughs) like I said, I'm only 22, but it's hard because nowadays it's like we live in a world where it's like we put this time stamp on us and other people also put a time stamp on us and they look at us like, why haven't you gotten this? Like, oh, you're 30 and you can't, you don't even have a license? Or they look at us like, oh, you're 35 and you've still never been to college? (laughs) You know, like, they have a timestamp on us. And people judge. (laughs) I judge. We all judge. Um, I judge myself more than anybody could ever judge me, I'll tell you that. We're... I'll t- I'll tell you that straight up. I judge myself a lot more than what other people do. And I want to stop comparing myself to other people because I feel like with me being so hard on myself, I'm not really thinking clearly. I'm not really focusing on what I need to do and how I'll, how I'm going to do this to get to where I need to be because I'm so focused 
on other people's success and trying, not necessarily trying to copy other people's success, but trying to live up to that potential to get to that. But I'll never get to that point of other people's because that's not my journey. My journey may take like another five years to get to where that person probably got to in three years, <laughs> you know? And it's it's not a race. I need to keep telling myself it's not a race. And, you know, I seriously have an issue with this. And this is why a lot of people... Some people get really caught up, especially people that live in like the the social media driven areas like L.A. and all that stuff, you know, like it's hard. It's really hard. Like even when I think I'm a nobody, I'm still caring about this stuff. Like I actually have like a huge following, but I don't. But I will say that I am proud of where I have gotten now. I have a following, like, you know, like, I have somewhat of a following. I have people that listen to my stuff, that watch me, that want to see me, that care about me. And thank you for the people that actually take time out of their day to listen to what I have to say and to watch my content. That means... More than what I can explain to you. I put a lot of work and I put a lot of effort into it. And I do everything on my own. And that's also another thing that I've been having an issue with. I see all these people, all these content creators getting help. And I can't get help. You know, I'm all on my own. Like, I do everything on my own for the most part. Like, with my social medias. Yeah. I do everything by myself. And that is difficult because social media is hard. It's hard to grow on social media, you know, when you're doing things by yourself. Because you're only one person. You can't be here and there and and everywhere all at once. I can't do that. If I could split myself (laughs) in half... I I would because then then that would mean there would be more of me to do more of what I need to do to get to where I want to be. You know, but I think of it this way. I'd rather take my time to get to where I need to be than rush than rush and not do things with the purest intentions of doing it. I don't want to ever do what I'm doing now just because I want the fame and I want the following and I want people to know my name and who I am right away. I don't want it to I don't want to put out this image of myself and that's another thing about social media is creating fake images and I don't And I see people like that all the time online. And it's like, I just want to be me. I want to be me. And I want to, I want to be good enough for myself, I guess. 
you know, because I feel like I failed in a lot of things in my life. I never had what most people have. I never had that. I don't have a good home environment. I never had, like, you know, a good relationship with, like, my parents. Well, my mom, yes, I've always had a good relationship with her, but I've never had a good relationship with my dad and my mom and dad never had a good relationship with each other and I never really had a like great relationship with my siblings um and I guess where I'm trying to take that is I just want to have something that I could call mine and be proud of it I want to I just want to live in a world where the numbers didn't matter. The success didn't matter. (laughs) And honestly, I've seen social media evolve. I've been on social media since I was like 10. And oh my God, it sure has evolved. Because none of this shit mattered, you guys. None of it. None of it mattered back in the day. We were all just kids just going online to look up goofy freaking YouTube videos or make freaking YouTube videos on our webcam. Like, what? I was literally 10 years old dancing on YouTube, didn't have a care in the world how the video came out or or anything. I just uploaded that shit and called it a day. I didn't think twice about it at all. And honestly, those were the good times where you could just upload something that you were passionate about and you didn't even have to think twice about, oh, like, will this get as much views as this person's video? Or, oh, like, should I be doing this? Or can I be doing this? Will this even, like, impact someone's life? It didn't freaking matter because we were, like, 10. We were 10 years old. Who the heck was thinking that deep into it? I know I wasn't. I will tell you right now, I have plenty of YouTube videos when I was like 10, and they're still on the internet. <laughs> like, um, even if I could get back into my old YouTube accounts, I wouldn't delete it because it shows how the internet was versus how it is now. And sometimes I wish, I love the evolvement of social media. I love it. I love it so much because now we could do more things with it. We could reach more people. Um, there's more people online than what it was before. And I love the fact. I love that, you know. But I also hate it at the same time. Because it's not how it used to be. Like I said, like, now we're pressured into thinking we got to be better than the next person. Or we got to measure up to what this person is doing because oh if we're not then who the heck are we you know and I know I'm not the only one that feels this way I know other people feel it Uh, other people feel it too and it may not even be on social media like you may other people could relate to this maybe in the workplace maybe you have a job where you see other people doing your job better than what you can 
and they get a promotion over you. And you're like, why didn't I get that promotion? Am I doing something wrong? Is there something wrong with my work that I didn't get that promotion, but the next person did? We're constantly comparing ourselves. That's what I'm trying to get at. And it's like, if you let this shit get to you, it could literally eat you away. Like it's been eating me away for the past few days, actually. I've, you know, I was at an all-time high. I was so, like, content with myself. Like for the past few days, I, there was nothing, like, wrong in the moment. But then, just yesterday, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I've been feeling really down since yesterday and today. And I literally was just having this conversation with a friend. Like, you know, why aren't I good enough? How can I, how can I do this to better myself? And how can I do this to get to where I need to be? I need help because no one is helping me. You know, and I feel less of myself because of it. And don't ever, don't ever, ever, ever. I don't want anyone to feel that way because it's a sucky ass feeling. And if you cannot feel that way, if you could do things or if you could do things to make yourself not feel that way and put yourself in that position, then please do it because If you need to limit your social media use, if you need a cleanse, do that. Because, shit, at this point, I'm about to go on a social media cleanse. Because it's clearly affecting the way I think. And it's getting in the way of, you know, what I need to be doing. Honestly, it is. It's getting in the way. And when you have intrusive thoughts like that, maybe it's time to say, hey, I need a break. I need a little break. And there's nothing wrong with giving yourself that break. Because once you come back from that break, you'll be like, what? Why didn't I do that a long time ago? And you know what? It's sad to say, but I have never given social media a break. I've always been on my phone, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter, on Facebook, doing something. I've always been on social media since I can remember and I never taken a break (laughs) from social media and I never even it's been so long since I've actually turned off my device. It's been so long. It's only been turned off when it would die (laughs) and that's sad. Um I kind of want to challenge anyone that's listening to this podcast that has felt or is feeling the way that I feel now about being successful and comparing your success to someone else's success and thinking you're not good enough. I want you to take a break. Give your mind that clarity because I think that's what we all need. Um, You know, because we're all just going through a lot. I just think we're just all going through a lot and so any little thing that we see oh someone got married or something oh why didn't I get married at this age why did it take me this long to find someone that's my soulmate you know like we find the littlest things to compare ourselves to and it's just it can be too overwhelming (laughs) trust me I know 
I've been through it. I'm going through it right now. Um, But I challenge you. I challenge you to... I challenge you to give yourself a break. Give your soul a break. Give your mind a break. And maybe you'll come out even better than what you was before. And I kind of want to challenge myself too. If... If you could do it, I could do it. If I could do it, you could do it. (laughs) That's the saying, okay? And I like that saying because it empowers us. It really empowers us. And I just want... I don't want people to feel how I'm feeling because it's not a good feeling. And trust me, you are enough. If you think you're not, you are. You very much are. And you don't need other people's validation to feel like you are you just are you're that bitch you're that man you're you're you (laughs) and other people they're them and let them be them and you be yourself and you focus on what you need to focus on to grow as an as an individual don't look at other people's work and compare it because that's their work they worked hard. They they got that on their own or whatever they had to do to get it. It's theirs. Just like it'll be yours, but you need to focus on what you need to focus on what you need to do to have that. And so do I. That's why I'm making this podcast right now cuz it's how I feel and however I feel, I want to let it out into the world. So other people won't feel alone. (laughs) That's why I like doing this. So you won't feel alone. Because you're not alone. You have me. You'll always have me. I'm always going to be here. So yes, stop comparing yourselves. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at CupcakeXOXO. And I will be back with more podcasts. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. So before I get started, make sure you follow me on Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. And also, happy Halloween, you guys. Um, I hope you guys are having a safe and somewhat fun Halloween. I know COVID is happening right now, so I know a lot of plans have been canceled or you can't do it, which I'm so sorry but I hope you are still having fun anyways. So in this podcast, I actually want to talk about being ghosted. So actually this podcast, I wanted to talk to, like I wanted to talk about this topic with a guy because guys do a lot of ghosting, right? Just like females do. I'm not going to put all the blame on men because They're not the only ones who do the ghosting now. I feel like it's everybody that does ghosting. And if you don't know what ghosting is, it is basically just leaving someone, you know, on red. You don't answer their messages. You totally ignore them. You kick them to the curb. And that's it. They never hear from you again. That's what ghosting is, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm pretty sure you do. Um... So yes, I want to talk about that. I wanted to have a guy's perspective on it to maybe ask, like, why do they feel the need to ghost? Honestly, because I've been ghosted a lot in my life. Honestly, I have. 
And it's really not a fun feeling because when, okay, first of all, I have abandonment issues, um, but we're not going to go too much into detail about that. But I have issues where people tend to leave me and I don't always know why. And it's a sucky feeling. It sucks because if you have abandonment issues, then you tend to think like that the problem is you or the problem was you and why what happened to make the person leave in the first place like what did i do that was so wrong that was so bad and you constantly just replay that thought in your head over and over and over and it really haunts you at least for me that's what happens for me because i have certain issues so when people do ghost me I feel like I did something wrong to them. And honestly, I'm just going to put this out here right now. You did nothing wrong. If you've been ghosted and you don't really know why and you don't know the reason, sometimes things just don't need a reason. Sometimes God or whatever you believe in, if you're spiritual, whatever, sometimes different forces makes things happen in life to where it it protects you in a way maybe you know you're being protected because maybe that person just wasn't meant to be in your life and the forces um or something just said hey this person is going to hurt you or you you don't need this person so we're not going to give you this person. And honestly, I appreciate that now so much because before, like especially when I was younger, I just couldn't understand. And it would make me feel so hurt and so alone. And, you know, I would question myself, am I ugly? Like, do people not want to talk to me because I'm ugly? And honestly... It wouldn't even be just what, like, it doesn't have to be just with guys or girls. Like, your friends could ghost you. Um, you know, maybe when they, one day they're just like, hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. But I don't have the guts to tell you that. So they just block you on everything. And you're like, god damn, what happened? It's, it sucks. It really does. And I'm going to keep on saying that because it freaking sucks. I've had it happen. Not with a friend, but like with just guys, I've had it happen. And so I feel like, I feel like it's an insecurity thing. I feel like if you can't tell the person that, hey, you know, if you can't be mature enough and say, hey, This isn't working for whatever reason or, you know, I just can't, I can't talk to you anymore and or we should just remain friends. We shouldn't continue going on with anything we have. I feel like it's an insecurity thing if you can't just be honest. That's all we are asking for. It's just honesty. 
honestly, a female will appreciate you saying, hey, this isn't going to work rather than you being like, oh, like, let me just block her on everything and have her question herself. <laughs> like, what? Um, and now I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Like, there was this one guy that I had met, obviously, from a dating app. You know, we were talking and he, I also have trust issues um, with certain topics. Um, and I will get into this a little bit because it is a part of the story and a part of the ghosting. So I kind of have to go into detail with it a little bit. So there was this guy I was talking to on a dating app and it was a few days before my birthday, my 22nd birthday, which was recently. So I had plans to go to a hotel, you know, just to chill, to relax, get some free time on my birthday. So I was talking to this dude before that and you know, he made it very clear that he did not want sex. Now, a lot of my ghosting is because I don't want to give it up to these men that think they're so entitled. <laughs> like, what? You think you're so entitled? Um, but it's my body, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so they get mad that they're not entitled to me giving them sex, so they end up ghosting me. So he made it clear that he wasn't after sex. And of course, in the back of my head, I didn't believe him. I was like, yeah, okay, sure you're not. You know, <laughs> I feel like as females, we always have like that little, that little voice in, our, in the back of our heads that tell us, don't believe it just yet. Wait and see. And boy, was I right. Because he said he didn't want to have sex and stuff and he made it seem like, oh, we're going to have fun at the hotel. It's just going to be me and you. We're going to get to know each other, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he ended up, like, blocking me, like, maybe three days before my birthday. And so I had went to go text him. And, you know, if you have an iPhone, when your text messages don't go through, that's a sign. <laughs> Unless you have bad service or something. But if they absolutely don't go through and you sent like like two to three messages already, he probably blocked you, sis. Like he probably blocked you. And so I had gotten the feeling that he did. So I was like, wait, what? Like, why isn't this guy answering me? Um, so I like... Oh, so I had went to Instagram to check and um, so I had went to Instagram to confirm if it was true and I went on Instagram and it was true. He did block me and then I wasn't really too upset at this point because I was like, okay, this is a, like, this is an ongoing thing for me in my life with, with men. So I wasn't too hurt. Um, but I was like, damn, like the fuck? I was like, um, <laughs> what happened? 
<laughs> and then the only thing I could think of was, okay, he wanted sex, something that I couldn't give to him. Um, because <laughs> I feel like it's so crazy. Like, why are, why do men feel like they're entitled to have sex with people? And why do they feel like a female needs to give that to them for them to continue any type of relationship with them? Why? Like, that's one thing I never understood. And that's something that I'm having a really hard time understanding because in today's generation, like, I feel like that's all people do is feel entitled to shit that they're not entitled to. <laughs> like, honestly. And then they get mad about it. Like, what are you mad for? And honestly, I have to, like, I, I have to learn that it's not, it's not me. It's actually really not me. It's the people... I guess I decide to talk to, you know, but I'm very good at, I'm very good at analyzing people and I'm very good at, you know, keeping, keeping the truth in the back of my head, you know, like, I know that some of these guys don't want to get to know me and you know what, that's their loss. So if you are hearing this and you're a female, please don't. Don't go to, you know, judging yourself and, you know, criticizing yourself because 10 out of 10, it's their loss. <laughs> and also, guys, please, 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 it is not that hard to, it's not that hard to tell someone, hey, you don't want to. You don't want to see them anymore. You don't want to talk to them anymore. And I know you men may feel like, like, why should I have to tell her? It's not like, it's not a big deal or whatever. Or, you know, I'm not entitled to tell her that I don't want to see her anymore. But honestly, I feel like that's just the grown up thing to do. Like you are, especially if you already invested time in this person, um, you know, it would be one thing if they were like a complete stranger, but if you invested time in this person and, you know, you were willing to actually talk to this person and make this person feel like they can trust you, then I feel like you are very much entitled to tell them the freaking truth. Because they always say, Oh, the truth hurts. No, the truth doesn't hurt. The truth feels fucking great. The truth is amazing. It will set you free. That's what they say. A lie fucking hurts. Being blocked for no reason fucking hurts. Not knowing why you were blocked fucking hurts. And, you know, I still go through this. Till, till this very day, and honestly, can I, can I say that I've ever ghosted someone? No. I never ghosted anyone before, but I am guilty of not being the biggest texter. <laughs> um, 
you know, sometimes I will do it on purpose. Sometimes I will leave your message for days and then I'll feel bad because I know what it's like to be ghosted and I will come back to your message and hit you up with maybe like a one word response or two words response. Um, but I never actually ghosted anyone. I never made anyone feel that way before. And so, you know, like I was saying, I feel like ghosting is like, ghosting is such a, like, junior high, high school type of way to do things. And... You know, it really, it really is painful. <laughs> um, I don't know how a lot of people feel about this topic, but I know I feel very strong about this topic um, because it's something that I still go through and I still face. And it's hard for me to be like, okay, you know what, Shania, you are not the problem. You are a beautiful young woman, and any man would be lucky to see that. Sometimes it's hard for me to put that into perspective um, because it's like, well, if I was so beautiful or if I was so intelligent and so, you know, so great, why would they leave in the first place? You know? Why would they? And, but honestly, you are beautiful. You are smart. Whoever is listening to this guy or girl, if you've ever felt this way, then please, please try not to feel this way because you are fucking amazing. And if the person that, you know, even if you didn't know the person or if you did, whatever relationship that you had or was trying to have, it's for the best because you deserve more. You deserve an answer. You deserve something to go off of. You deserve at least that. And that's every time, you know, I I see it coming. I'm like, oh, gosh, like, here's another one. I could spot a ghoster. (laughs) I know that sounds silly, but I really picked up on it. Like, it's so crazy. It's been happening for a really long time. And I could pick up on the signs, on on the signals. You just tend to know these things after it's been happening to you, you know. But. You are great. And I'm going to keep on saying that throughout this podcast. Because, you know, some people may think, oh, whatever. Like, this person, you know, this person blocked me. Fuck it. Like, there's other people in the world. Or fuck it. Like, you know, like, who the hell cares? Some people may think that. Some people, a lot of people think that, actually. But it really does take a toll on your psyche. Especially if you're not mentally well Like me, I deal with a lot of mental health issues. And like I was saying, I do have abandonment issues from people. And, you know, even though I may have not known them, um, it still hurts for me. It still feels real for me. And it still counts as this person abandoned me. Maybe it may not be 
as strong as other people's abandonment. Like my ex, when he abandoned me, that hit, that hit hard. That hit, that, that really, really like did it for me. Um, like my dad's abandonment, my dad, even though he's been in my life, he, he hasn't left like, like physically, but he's never been there emotionally. So my dad's emotional attachment to me, that's like non-existent. That's like abandonment to me. Now that, that hurts. Um, so it may not be as strong as other people's abandonment in my life, but I still deserve to know and I I still deserve to know why, you know, and I guess that would make me feel better. And, you know, I kind of want to do this pod. I kind of want to do this episode again with a guy just to see just to see his perspective on it. So <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool. Um, because I just think that's a shitty thing to do, honestly. I think it is. Some people may think like, hey, like I don't owe you anything. And you know what? <laughs> hey, if you think like that, you should really grow up. You really should. So yes, you guys, I wanted to talk about this because I don't want people to feel alone. And if you've ever been ghosted, that's okay. Me too. Boy or girl, me freaking too. (laughs) And you don't fucking need them. Fuck them. Honestly, let them go on about their lives. Maybe they'll get ghosted and they'll see how it feels. (laughs) So, yes, you guys, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, Make sure you follow me at CupcakeXOXOHAN. Happy Halloween, and I will talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. So, before I get started, like I always say, make sure you follow me on Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. Um, I'm always on Instagram, so you could keep up with me that way. So for today's podcast, I was inspired by this one, actually. And I want to talk about goals and what that means to me and how you could find your passions and your goals and all that good stuff. So let's start off by saying I wasn't... I always knew that I had so many goals. (laughs) Um, I'm the type of person that likes to dibble and dabble in a lot of everything. I can't stick to one thing. I don't know why. It's it could be a good thing, but then it's like it could also be a bad thing if you want to look at things from that perspective. Um, But yeah, I've always um, had a little taste for everything in my life growing up, and so. I'm also going to start by saying that when I was younger, I actually kind of never really found myself. I didn't know what I wanted to do. 
I was a little bit of a loner. Um, all I had was my room and my computer. <laughs> um, that's all I would do was just stay home. I wouldn't even go outside or anything. So I didn't really find much of what I liked to do because I was a homebody. Obviously, you're not going to find too many things within your house that you like to do besides social media. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's when I kind of developed a love for social media. Um, it was kind of found in a bad way because I found social media because I was being bullied at school and I wanted to escape from that reality. So... So when I got home, I would just, you know, be on my phone. I eventually, like, made a Facebook and all that stuff. And <laughs> trust me, that was not a better outcome for me. <laughs> um, because at school, I got bullied. Then I went home and got bullied as well. So that was kind of bad. <laughs> but I developed a love for social media um, when, I guess, when I started going on, like, chat rooms with my friend at the time, um, now, since I wanted to escape reality, don't do this, but I would go on chat rooms pretending to be other people. That's really bad, by the way, and I didn't know how severe it was when I was doing it. I just thought it was all fun and games. It's not. Like, if you're a young girl listening to this, please do not do that. Um, honestly, go on there and put up a picture of an anime character. Don't take other people's pictures. Um, that is identity theft. And you could get into serious trouble. I almost got into a lot of trouble for doing shit like that. And it's not cool at all um because people would find out about it and there was like a lot of hackers on the site that I was using so they obviously knew that that wasn't me and it's a whole big thing I could go into it more if you would like um I have a lot of things to talk about with my social media experience <laughs> um but yeah, so I quickly found that social media started to become a hobby for me. And it really became a hobby for me once I found YouTube, making YouTube videos. I saw, I used to watch like singers on YouTube. Um, I used to watch Christina Grimmie. Rest in peace to her. But um, she was the first one I came across. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, even though I, I wasn't really into, like, singing on YouTube, but I just thought that what she was doing was so beautiful, like, putting out content to the world, and just, like, wow, and then I was looking at her comments, and I'm like, oh my god, like, this is amazing, she's inspiring so many people, and I want to do that, I want to inspire people, um, so I eventually started begging my mom for a webcam, I was like, Mom, Mom, I really want a webcam. Please, please, please. And my mom being super overbearing and super overprotective, I will actually get into a, another podcast about that as well. I don't want to dive into that part of the story because it is connected to each other. 
Um, but we're just going to wait on that. Okay? Hold on. Let me take a sip of my soda. Oh, yeah. Soda in the morning hits the spot. <laughs> so, anyways. I used to beg my mom for a webcam. And, of course, her being her, being her protective self, she was like, why do you need a webcam? Why? So you could go online and show yourself? <laughs> she was like, I don't want anyone seeing my daughter. Blah, 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 blah. That was her not supporting my dreams. And that really fucks children up. So don't fucking do that. <laughs> if your child is wanting to do something great for the world and great for herself or himself, be supportive of that. Don't knock their dreams. Don't knock their little hustle at a young age. Because then you're going to put doubt in their mind. And that's not good. Don't do that. For any parent listening, don't do that. So eventually she... She got me a webcam and, you know, <laughs> I didn't even know how to work the damn thing. I was just like, it was a cheap little webcam I put on my my cheap little computer. <laughs> I said, like, clip it onto the top of the computer and everything. And um, it was one of those webcams where it just, like, it was laggy and all that stuff. So I am... Um, you know, I started making, like, pointless little YouTube videos. I started just dancing around and singing and just being goofy and crazy. And it didn't have no meaning to it whatsoever. I was just happy. And I wanted to show people that, hey, like, I'm happy doing this. <laughs> and um, I still have those videos on YouTube to this day. <laughs> it's so crazy. And so... I, like, I really developed a passion for it. And then I kept doing it, kept doing it. Once I got older, my videos started to be more of content. I started talking about different things. I started doing makeup tutorials. I was really into makeup, like, during high school. Um, I was always into fashion, <laughs> started doing fashion videos, lookbook videos, um, outfit of the week videos. If you are a big YouTube fan, you know those OG videos, the makeup tutorials, all that stuff, like, you know, like <laughs> the outfit of the week lookbook videos. Those are the YouTube days. Oh my God. I can't believe I remember that. You know, I still have that channel. That channel will always mean something to me because that channel, I created it when I didn't have anything. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have any friends. Like, my YouTube channel <laughs> was my friend. And even though I didn't really have too many people listening or watching me, I knew that eventually maybe one day I would have people to talk to. And it made me happy. I was always, like, really lost in what to do with myself, and I still am, but I've kind of found a better direction. I just don't know, like, it's hard for me because I like to do everything, so I can't focus myself on one thing, so that's challenging, and it makes me go crazy. My mind is constantly going and thinking, and it's really, really hard. 
I can't shut off my mind. I really wish I could. That's something I really need to learn and master because <laughs> it can make you go crazy. Um, and so, yeah, I really like YouTube. I just love it so much. I love inspiring other people. And with me not knowing what I wanted to do, like I said, I was always really lost. Um, and I feel like that's such a hard topic to talk about because it's not that I overcame it. So it's hard for me to really talk about it. So like I said, I'm still going through it. <laughs> um, you know, when I was younger, I used to say that I wanted to be a nurse. And I was going on with that for a really long time. Every time somebody would ask me, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? I would be like, I want to be a nurse. No questions about it. A nurse. You know, I didn't even think about it. It was like, I want to be a nurse. <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I love helping people. So I just always thought that, hey, like, you know, and I was always like so inspired by nurses and hospitals and like they're a fucking boss. They're a boss ass bitch. Like, yes. <laughs> I just think it's so great. You know, I've always been obsessed with hospitals and stuff. I'm a weirdo, I know. But so I used to be like, I want to be a nurse. And then that kind of changed throughout the years. Um, and I don't know what changed it for me. But then I started saying that I wanted to be a homicide detective. And now I think I picked up on that because I used to watch a lot of crime shows with my dad. And I was really fascinated by it. I was like, wow, there's people out here that get away with murder every single day. And their families don't get any type of closure for it at all. And that's devastating. That's heartbreaking. And I don't like seeing people that way. I want to help someone. <laughs> so I thought I could help someone in that way. Hey, maybe solve a freaking murder case. You know, give someone closure that they need. And I was... I wanted to do that for a few years, but then something changed again. <laughs> you get the pattern? So it changed again, and I was like, oh my god, wait, what am I thinking? That's not what I want to do. And then so I was lost for a little bit. I was like, oh my god, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know what to do at all. And so <clears throat> after a homicide detective, that's when I went on, you know, I went to college for a little bit, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? So I went back to law enforcement, and I didn't, at that point, I still didn't know what I wanted to do within that field, but I just wanted to be in college so bad, so I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to choose something. So I did law enforcement for a little bit. Then I dropped out of law enforcement, and then I did um, I did something else within the healthcare system. Um, shit, it was so it was a while ago. I don't even remember what it was, <laughs> but it was something within. Oh, here we go. It was health administration. I did health administration for like a year and a half, and I enjoyed it at first. I liked it, you know, administration work, um, admin work, 
<laughs> um, so, and see, that wasn't my passion. It was my sister's passion because she went to school. First of all, I followed her in a way because the school that she graduated from, I went to. My sister is a lot older than me, so she's already graduated from this school like a century ago no offense to you girl if you're watching this I mean if you're listening to this so no but like so I kind of followed her I was like you know I'm gonna go to the school that she went to and then I also followed her again because she did the same thing that I went to school for she was in health administration and she has a bachelor's degree in that field so I was like maybe I could do the same thing So I did that for a year and a half. And then I was like, no, this isn't me. I was like, I enjoyed it for a little while, but this isn't who I am. This is what she was. This is, you know, her, what she went to school for. (laughs) So I kind of just piggybacked right off her. So I was like, nope, I don't want to do this. And then... After that, I stopped going to school for a little while. And then just recently, no, actually, there was one time where I was like, I want to go to school for psychology. I want to help people with their problems um, because I like talking to people. And I know that when I was younger and I was feeling down in the dumps and like I was in a really dark place, nobody was there to talk to me. So I want to be someone's guidance I want to talk to someone I want to help someone I don't want to make I don't want to have people feeling the way that I felt because it's not a good feeling at all and so I didn't even start the classes I just kind of like got the financial aid taken care of and everything and I was going to start the classes but then I was like nope this isn't what I want to (laughs) do and so I didn't even I didn't even start. I just I just kind of like fell back from it. And then I didn't go to school for a little bit after that. Then recently again, you guys, it's a freaking nonstop pattern. Recently again, I was like I want to go to school, but I don't know what for. And so I just chose psychology again. Now this time was really bad. This time I actually got into the classes. Started doing it, blah blah blah. And then I was like, nope, I don't want to do this. And so I've always had a loss of direction growing up. I actually never knew. I had really bad identity issues, and I still do. I still don't know who I am. I would like to know who I am, and sometimes I try and put the puzzles together, and I'm like, okay, this is me. Like, I'm a content creator. I... I'm a model or I'm whoever, you know, I'm a person that makes videos and, but no, like, that's not me. I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than a content creator. I'm so much more than a model, you know, like, I don't know. I don't want to put myself into that category and label myself as being this and being that. Like, no, because what if one day, like, I change because I change and I evolve so much that it's scary in a way because it's like I can't really fully say that I'm a model because (laughs) what if like a year from now I'm not modeling you know I'm, I'm doing something else like I can't say that like 
it's hard for me to. I want to so bad. And sometimes I catch myself being like, oh, yes, like, this is me. This is what I am. Like, no, you're everything. You're everything. (laughs) So I've always had a loss of direction. And it really sucks, especially when you don't have anyone to talk to about how you're feeling. It really, like, it becomes a lot on a person's psyche. It really does. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. And then they look at me like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, what is this girl doing? Like, she's 22. She still doesn't have it, like, somewhat together. (laughs) Like, no, I don't have it together. Um, I don't. I don't. (laughs) And so... I don't know. I've always felt really bad about being lost in all of that stuff. But maybe it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I feel like maybe it could be a good thing. You don't necessarily know who you are. Like, as soon as possible, it's going to take time. And with that time, while you're finding yourself, you could... You could dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything and find out what you like and find out what you don't like and find out what you need to work harder on. And I think that's, I think that's great. You know, I used to get so upset. (laughs) I used to get so mad and I used to cry and cry about it all the time when I was younger because I just, I was so mad at myself. I was like, why? Like, why can't I just, why can't I just find what I like to do? Like, do I, do I not know who I am? <laughs> like, what? Like, I live with myself every single day, and I still don't know who I am or what I like to do. But, I, and I would like to really, really thank my bullies and really thank the people that pushed me to something more. Because I feel like if I didn't get bullied as much as I did, and if I feel like if I wasn't isolated by my mom, I wouldn't have found social media and what it could really do for me. I wouldn't have my voice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. (laughs) Um, I don't know where I would be, honestly. I really don't. But as much as, as much as it was, it was so painful for me to go through that, But I'm really happy that I did because I found something that's so beautiful and it can never be taken away from me. Never. (laughs) You know, I found you guys, whoever's listening to this, I found you. That means the world to me more than anything. (laughs) And if you're feeling lost or down about the future and what you want to do, it's okay honestly, it's really okay. And it's not going to come and hit you like a ton of bricks either. It's going to take a while to find that. And I know, like, I know it's, you're going to, you're like, well, my God, like, I need to find it now, 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 now. Like, I totally get that feeling. I really do. But no matter how bad you want it to come faster, it's not going to. This is something that's going to take a while, a lot of thoughts, a lot of processing, a lot of self-doubt is going to come with it. 
and it's okay. You just need someone in your corner that's going to be like, hey, like, listen, like, it's not a rush. I'm here for you. We could go through this together, be supportive. I didn't have anyone like that. Unfortunately, I really didn't. Um, because I kept like everything to myself of how I was, of how I was feeling. So maybe I would have had someone like that if I would have opened up a little bit more, but I feel like I didn't even have the opportunity to open up to anyone about how I was feeling because who was I able to open up to? Nobody. Like I was isolated. I I didn't. All I, and then at school, I got bullied. So it was like, who was I going to talk to? A teacher? <laughs> and even though you can do that, you can. Trust me, teachers, some teachers are the best. They're the best people to talk to about your problems. Some of them are. But I mean, really, like, I didn't really have any of that. I didn't have an outlet. And that's when I developed mine, which is what I do right now. So, yeah, you guys. If you are feeling lost in the sauce, it's going to be okay because I'm here for you. You can always reach out to me anytime. Like I said, my Instagram is CupcakeXOXOHAN. Send me a message. Um, We could talk about it even more if you would like. I could be your bestie. We are besties, girl or boy, whoever the heck is watching this. (laughs) So, yeah, that's all I have to say. If you want me to go into more detail about this, I will more than likely be able to do that. Also, if you want me to go into detail about being isolated, I will. I kind of talked about it a little bit before on here, but there's a lot to it than what I said before. So let me know. Just let me know. Let me know. And I love you guys. And I will talk to you next time. Bye, beautifuls.